This is Betsy Jensen, and you are listening to Unstoppable Body and Mind, episode 101, Survival Brain. In this podcast, we learn to upgrade our brain and understand the power of our thoughts to heal and to create the results we want in our life. Become the person in control of your healing and make peace with your life. Become unstoppable, body and mind. Hello, my loves. Today, I want to talk to you about the nervous system and the survival states that we go into and how that affects our brain specifically. In other episodes, I've talked about how the nervous system states affect our body and it is preparing us basically to survive. When I'm talking about survival states of the nervous system, think of how we would fight or flight to get out of a dangerous situation and we might freeze or fawn, which is a shutdown of the nervous system if the threat is too large. So our brain and nervous system are continually monitoring the environment, the external and internal environment of our body to regulate us, to keep us in homeostasis and to keep us safe. So if you imagine our nervous system, it was formed when we were children. So as we were developing as very young children, our nervous system was forming. So some things that trigger your nervous system may remind you of something that happened as a child that you had this type of response to, which at that time you thought was dangerous, but maybe at this time is not an actual danger. What I hope you understand is when the nervous system is getting activated, when it doesn't need to, and how to regulate it. And if you want a little more information about understanding the nervous system, be sure and check out episode 88, which is the nervous system basics. It's a very quick description. It only is about 15 minutes, but will help you get a deeper understanding of these survival states and what they specifically do in our body, how they change us to prepare to survive. And it affects our brain. So the differences between survival brain and what we could call learning brain or calm brain or just the being brain, it's the parasympathetic calm state where there are actual differences in functioning of the types of thoughts that we have. I got the idea for this podcast from a YouTube clip by Jacob Ham that I watched called Survival Brain versus Learning Brain. And I thought since it's back to school time, my kids actually started school today, that it's really appropriate thinking of it that way. Survival Brain is basically the opposite of Learning Brain. In Survival Brain, it's using more of the primitive brain. So the amygdala and the limbic system, which is the emotional system. The learning brain or the calm brain uses more of the prefrontal cortex, which is the advanced part of the brain that humans have. Now it is true that when you are in fight or flight for a short period of time, you are able to really focus and hone in your attention. I've worked with a lot of physicians who really like that feeling of fight or flight when they're working because they feel really on point and there's a lot of adrenaline and cortisol. But the problem is when you're in that state for too long, it's actually a detriment. You're not as productive. You're not as focused. It's like trying to sprint the whole time when you're running instead of taking some breaks and stopping and walking. Eventually you'll get more exhausted and it's more taxing on the body to be in sprinting mode all the time. 
So with survival brain, you do tend to be more hyper-focused and especially on guard, hyper-vigilant for detecting any kind of threat. You'll be more likely to have black and white thinking. It will be hard to see any nuances. You'll want to know exact facts and you don't want any kind of ambiguity. When you're in survival brain, there's this urgency, there's a neediness, it's panicky, there's anxiety, there's fear of how others perceive you and fear of getting things wrong. You don't want to make mistakes. I know that I'm in survival brain when I get into fix it mode. So I might identify that there's a problem and I get really focused on the solution. Like if I had a new pain, what are all the things it could be? And maybe Googling it and trying different remedies and getting really urgent about it. The parasympathetic calm state though, the learning brain, the calm brain is more open. It's like you're able to see things from a different perspective. You can see the whole view. You don't have to have hard and fast rules. You can see ambiguities and it's not threatening. You're more creative in this state. It's the state where you are more able to learn as well as connect with other people. It's a mindful state. It's more present than living in the future or past. It's where you could be peaceful or excited and playful and curious. And you're less likely to worry about making mistakes. So when you hear this, when you see it on paper, you can see that the parasympathetic calm state, it affects our body in such amazing ways. It allows all of these systems to work to their best capacity, and it allows us to think more openly and expansively and have inspirations and creativity. But most of us spend most of our time in survival brain. And part of that is just because survival brain is always going to be the strongest. Your survival needs are the most important before you can expand into other areas of your mind and development and evolve. You first have to make sure that you're safe and your basic needs are met. But what can happen is our nervous system can get stuck in this high arousal state, this hypervigilance and seeing danger where there really is none. And it can prevent us from evolving. So just start with understanding that your nervous system may be stuck in these survival states with your best interest at heart, but it also can be rewired. And it's helpful and important to calm the nervous system, regulate it in order to get to that calm state more and more of the time. Now, if we apply this to people in chronic pain, most of the time they are in a survival state. They could be in fight or flight, fight, of course, more anger. That could be anger about the situation or even frustration about the self, anger turned inward. With flight, it's more about finding and fixing the problem, being perfect at things, always being busy, go, go, go. This really urgent energy and needing to do more all of the time. With freeze, there's an overwhelm. It's a place of shame and helplessness and hopelessness and depression. There can be anxiety there, but it's this overwhelming shutdown of all of the body systems preparing for death. And there can be a lot of stigma involved with this survival state versus fight or flight maybe seems more productive you might classify yourself as lazy and have some judgments about this nervous system state that your body chooses 
to put you into for your own safety. And another state of shutdown is fawn with people pleasing, people who always want to be seen as good and worried about what other people think, people with an excessive feeling of duty and obligation where you're giving at your own expense. You can see how this very closely relates to people with chronic pain. It's one of the hallmark personality traits. And I did not realize this, but once I started learning about the nervous system, I realized I've lived a large part of my life, if not all of my life, in some kind of state of fawn, you know, really just worried about what other people are thinking and trying to be good all the time. The good news is that although your brain and body can orchestrate these survival states, you are able to teach your nervous system to retrain it to be activated by less and less and less to increase basically your window of tolerance to be able to tolerate more things without the nervous system getting dysregulated. So although you may resonate with being in a survival state and it may sound very daunting to get out of, there really is a lot of hope because what you focus on, you create more of. And this works with neuroplasticity in our brain. The kinds of things that you're thinking, what you're focusing on, your brain will tend to find more of in the environment. You'll always be looking for it and finding those things. So we use that same principle when we're rewiring our nervous system and working on pain reprocessing to get out of chronic pain. You would start to focus on the things that feel better. In this case, focus on times that you're in that learning brain. You could imagine a time in your life where you felt energized, creative, in the flow, and what kind of things you're thinking, what kind of things you're doing, really start to lean into what for you are these aligning things that you can do, resources that you have to get back into alignment, this calm, parasympathetic, calm state, and this place where you're actually using your brain to its full capacity and opening yourself up to more insights and collaborations with others rather than going into a fearful, guarded, hypervigilant survival state. And what I've really been thinking about a lot in my life lately is really noticing the kinds of thoughts and inspirations that I get in these different survival states or I should say in these different nervous system states, because when I'm more in survival brain and survival mode, I can tell there's this urgency to my thoughts. If I'm thinking, oh, I need to make some money this month, then I might get an inspiration to write an email right then. But if it feels really urgent and I'm coming from survival brain, I have learned to not do it. There's this urge, especially if you're in flight to like solve the problem and just muscle through it and work really hard and work extra hard. And that's what we're really taught. But what I'm suggesting is to get to the parasympathetic calm state first and get your inspiration from there, get your alignment first, and then act on those creative ideas that come from there. You will get inspirations in either state. So you will get inspirations and insight, but just ask yourself what kind of nervous system state you're in. Are you using your survival brain or your learning brain right now? Are you using your calm or your wise brain? And I have seen this over and over and over with my clients. When they're spinning in indecision, that is survival brain. 
But when they can let the problem go, maybe go to sleep for the night or do some calming activities, use their resources from the tool belt of somatic tools and get to that clearer state of mind, then the ideas they have are so much better. The decisions that they're trying to make become so much clearer. There's more trust and openness and gratitude and abundance rather than scarcity and urgency and neediness. So when you notice you're dysregulated, getting back regulated is the first step before you start trying to solve all these problems and hustle and get even more exhausted. And if you're in freeze and you're overwhelmed and shut down, the fastest way out of it is actually to go with it. It's like a rip current. You're not going to try to fight against it and push yourself. If you actually lean into it more, accept that you're there, allow it. What is soothing to me? Just keep soothing and asking your nervous system, just like you would calm a scared child, then you will actually move through it much faster. So understanding these nervous system states and especially how they affect your brain and the way of thinking can be so important and so helpful to understand those pieces of your past the nervous system is bringing up to resolve them, to form new neural pathways and to increase that window of tolerance as you become more and more regulated. If you are interested in putting all of this into action, then you should join me in Alignment Academy. It's my group coaching program where you can come and be coached live, right in, get all of your questions answered and learn from others in a community. I've put all of my best teachings into modules and workbooks that you will have lifetime access to. So check out Alignment Academy in the show notes if you're interested in learning more. All right, you guys have a great week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you learned a little bit about your brain today that helps you in your life like it helped me. Please be sure and subscribe and leave a review. And of course, be sure and share this podcast with someone you know that wants an unstoppable body and mind.